0: The following is a presentation of the All Andy Alford Network, powered by Anchor. You are listening to Andy on the plethora of platforms with the Anchor Network, whether it be on Apple, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Bleeker, and Pocket Cast. However you listen, wherever and whenever you listen, thank you for tuning into the program tonight, and you can always be a part of the show by following us on Twitter, it is at all Andy Alfred. It is at allandyalfred and facebook.com/slash allandyalfred. After a long, hard training camp, after only having nineteen kids on scholarship, and after a long process, Bowling Green has finally found the right man. At the job, tonight, at Doyle Perry Stadium, the Bowling Green State University Falcon football team takes the field for the 100th season of BGSU Falcon football. And we're here live at the Doyle for tonight's game between Morgan State, as we're going to bury the bears right here on All Andy Alfred. Guess who's back? All and the Alfred. Guess and a shot at a goal. 24 runs in the span. i really going get shut out. Dumb to a home run. Go, Jack. Left way back. Put some extra relish on my hot dog. Bear down, Chicago Bears. Choo-choo, it's time for All and the Alfred. And for the first time this season here at Doit L. Perry Stadium, I say I love you guys and welcome into another edition of All Andy Elford coming to you live from Doit L. Perry Stadium on the campus of Bowling Green State University in Bowling Green, Ohio. As you are listening to All Andy Elford tonight on the plethora of platforms with the Anchor Network, whether it be on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Spot, uh, Podcast Now. Pocket Cast, however you listen, wherever and whenever you listen, thank you for tuning into the program tonight, as you can always be a part of our program by following us on Twitter. It is at AllAndyAlfred, it is at AllAndyAlfred, and Facebook.com slash AllAndyAlfred, so welcome into the program. It's going to be a short show tonight, of course, as we're getting you set for tonight's big football contest between the Bowling Green State University Falcons and Morgan State. Morgan State coming into this game. Both teams, the season opener, both teams playing for the first time. New head coaches going at it against one another. Uh, We'll play the uh, Scott Leffler comments from Monday again for you guys here in just a little bit. Uh, We went over some of the game notes on Monday's program. Uh, you'll hear those here in just a little bit. But we're here live at Doyle Perry Stadium, and the tailgate lot is filling up fast, my friends. It is uh, right now 4.30 in the afternoon here as we're taping live here on the campus of Bowling Green State University. And I tell you, the fans here are absolutely packed, and they are ecstatic for this team and ecstatic for this program. Uh, BG looking to really improved from last year uh, with the firing of Mike Jenks coming in. Then it would be Carl Polini. He leaves to go to Youngstown State, and a new head coach comes into the helm, the former offensive coordinator for Boston College. He is now the new head man for the Brown and Orange, Scott Leffler, and he brought in a bunch of transfers as well, too, We're eligible this season for that uh, we still do not yet know who the quarterback is going to be. That is a game-time decision, according to Scott Leffler, who met with Nick Pilatus this afternoon, according from Twitter. That is a game-time decision, and Morgan State has not yet named most of their starters for tonight's game as well. So the depth charts are kind of hidden. It's like we're now at the river card for um, for both teams and they're deciding whether or not they're going to play it, play their lines. But we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out when we get to kickoff, starting at seven o'clock tonight. Of course, um, before we continue on, I know you're listening. If you're listening to the podcast this evening and you're hearing more of an echo kind of a sound, we're we've got some new portable headphones that we're here testing out, uh, as we could take the show anywhere possible, wherever a game, wherever a big game is breaking out. Uh, So if you are having audio issues today, I do apologize in advance. We will have this podcast up for you guys as well on Facebook so you can hear it. Uh, We're not doing a Facebook Live as of yet. We're going to be doing a Facebook Live later tonight before the kickoff, but we're doing the podcast now before the game. So we will now get into the Morgan State and BG audio from this past weekend that we did on our on our show on monday looking forward to seeing how bowling green does this evening on the on the football field but we did a full in-depth analysis this past monday on the podcast and we're going to play some of that audio for you guys right now to get you set up for tonight's game against the morgan state bears all right my friends cue the band It is officially game week for the Bowling Green St. University Falcons as BGSU gets ready for the new era in sports and in the football program as a new coach will lead the Brown and Orange on the field this upcoming Thursday as Scott Leffler and crew headed to the night to reclaim the glory in this, the 100th season of Bowling Green State University football. It will be interesting to see how this team will develop coming out of a hard training camp. But it all leads up to Thursday against Morgan State, my friends. Oh yes and cue the van to take off the field right there. Morgan State got the news and notes of course we are going to be there this upcoming Thursday for opening night of BGSU's game against Morgan State. We've got the credentials we've got the press press passes here. we've got the press the press pa, the press, uh, press releases and we're ready to go for this game. And uh, we're going to break the game down, Of course, preview the game here in just a little bit. And you'll also hear from Scott Leffler from his me- uh, uh, media availability and where you can listen to the whole press conference a court- courtesy of the Bowling Green State University Falcon Media Department. You'll hear that here in just a second. But I uh, want to get over some of the game notes to pass along to you for you tonight. Bowling Green in their 14 seasons, in the last 14 seasons, are 12-2 in their home openers at Doit El Perry Stadium all-time. The program as a whole is 28-9-2 tw- all-time in home season openers. That tells you something right there. It has been a span of 24 years that the Bowling Green State University fo- Falcon football team has not lost a season opener at home The last time it has been done, 1995. Uh, 37 is the amount of freshmen on the roster. The 7th most in the country. And another number for you right here. Scott Leffler and Tyrone Wheatley were teammates for two seasons at Michigan. How about that? And... Here's another one. Scott Leffler is also going to be the seventh man to coach Bowling Green since the 2013 MAC Championship game. Uh some pass news to pass along with the Morgan State team uh, like I said Tyron Whitley this is his first coaching job. So, with Scott Leffler, so both guys were teammates at Michigan. Uh it'll be interesting to see how they're going to do it. Uh how they're gonna do and how their offense? Both teams are gonna be aren't showing that much of a hand. It's kind of like a game of poker. You don't know what you're gonna see in front of them, but we do have some team players that are returning for Morgan State, of course. Joshua Chase, he had 20, 127 carries for 514 yards last year. He had three TDs. He averaged a yards per carry, a uh, four yards per carry, and he gained 57.1 yards per game. Um it was DeAndre Harris had 80 catches for 150 uh at 155 yards uh 80 catches excuse me 155 yards 155 yards for a total of 947 yards a game he averages about 51.6% he has 5 touchdowns 7 interceptions as a passing leader on the receiving core massing and he's the quarterback he has 80 he has completed 80 80 of 155 for 947 yards my apologies he's a 51.6% quarterback 5 TDs 7 interceptions in the game receiving is Maslin Bailey he has caught the ball 24 times for 425 yards with the Morgan State Bears he has 4 TDs he has over 17.7% 17.7 yards per catch. He averages about 38.6 yards a game for Morgan State. For Bowling Green, there were some of the returning stat leaders, of course, Andrew Clare, the number one running back for us. 135 carries for 702 yards, five TDs in his career with Bowling Green State University. Five carries, five yards per carry. He averages about 63.8 yards per game. Uh, Grant Lloyd coming back for Bowling Green State University. He has seven He has seven. He's seven for twelve, 180 yards, five, 58.3% at the quarterback helm. Two TDs, one INT in the game. But Quentin Morris is one of my favorite guys out there. He has 42. He has ca- caught the ball 42 times for 516 yards, seven TDs. He averages about 43 yards per game. He averages every catch 12.3 yards. So he's a guy to look out for when it comes to the first the first um uh first down capabilities for bowling green for you right there. BG is set to open its 101st season in program history Thursday night of course. It's so awesome like I mentioned before made the coaching debuts of both Scott Leffler and Tyrone Whitley. Um the matchup looks like this um Leffler was a quarter you'll hear you'll hear Scott Leffler's comment about uh, Tyrone, here in just a second. But Bowling Green went 3-9 and nine a year ago while Morgan State finishes last year with a record of 4-7. and seven. The Falcons have won just nine games in the past three years since their third consecutive MAC championship games, winning it twice from 2013 to 2015. Seven is the magic number. When Scott Loeffler takes the field to lead Bowling Green against Morgan State, he will be the seventh individual to coach a game for the Bowling Green State University Falcons since the 2013 MAC Championship games, three ha- three held intern titles in that time frame. The na- nationally, BGSU is the only program to have seven different individual coaches a game since 2013. Only the Houston Cougars have been the six have had six different people coach a game in that time frame. Tells you something right there. Uh, coaching nuggets for you right here. Bowling Green's head coaches are the are extremely successful at their first games. Coaching at Doyle L. Perry Stadium, Bowling Green coaches are nine and one all time in their first game at Doyle L. Perry Stadium. This goes back to Bob Gibson, who began the second season at BGSU when Doyle L. Perry Stadium opened in 1966. Uh, looking at some other ones, of course, some notes. Um, The captains look like this. It will be senior Jack Kramer and David Kowalski have been named the two team captains for Bowling Green State University. Kramer is projected to be the starting center for BGSU. He has played 30 games in his career and started all 12 a year ago. Kowalski started all 24 games during his 2016-17 season before an Achilles injury injury kept him out last year. He returned for a six-year eligibility this year coming season. So here is some stats from last year for Bowling Green to versus Morgan State. Points per game, Bowling Green averaged about 24.3% a game. Morgan State, 187 The first down ratio, Bowling Green, 19 first downs to Morgan State, 17. Um, looking at some of the rushing, 116, 117 to 165. Uh passing 239 to 150. So a total offense of 355 to 314. Um one other note I wanted to pass along to you guys, of course, here a little nugget here, right here. Like I said before, bowling green has 37 true freshmen and 10 red shirt freshmen on the 2019 roster. With just over 44% of the roster maintaining freshman eligibility, Bowling Green is the 23rd youngest team in the country. Bowling Green is also one of nine teams in the country who will not face an opponent coming off of a bye week. That tells you something right there. Oh, and pass this along as well, too. Bowling Green's 37 true freshmen are the 7th most in the nation. And Nebraska leads the way with 47, followed by UCLA and Alabama with 43 each. Among mid America Conference schools, Bowling Green leads the way, followed by Akron with 36. And like I said, Bowling Green is one of nine teams in the country who will not face an opponent coming off of a bye week. Bowling Green and Eastern Michigan are the only MAC schools that w- will have a favorable schedule. In the country. Georgia Tech, Tulsa, Charlotte, Florida, Atlantic, Old. And so you just heard the audio from this past Monday's All Andy Alfred. I mean, excuse me, this last Tuesday's All Andy Alfred, as we previewed the BG Morgan State game in the studio, breaking it all down. We're here at Deut El Perry Stadium on this beautiful Thursday evening. Coming to you live as you're listening to All Andy Offer tonight, right here on the Anchor Network, whether it be on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, Stitcher, however you listen, and where and whenever you listen. Thank you for tuning into the program tonight as well. Uh, to dive a little bit more into uh, this game, uh, tickets left. There's not that many tickets left. Uh, you can come down to the stadium and pick up the tickets at any one of the ticket windows, but they will now be full price. They were running a great special for $5 a piece for general admission seats. Um, I had some friends that were asking me for tickets. I I hooked them up with some $5 tickets. I will be be up here in the press box watching this game tonight uh, as we are here at Doydell Perry Stadium covering the Bowling Green State University Falcons season opener against Morgan State on Monday. On Monday, uh, Scott Leffler had his game week media coverage, and uh, we're going to play some of the media comments from his press conference. You might have heard this on Tuesday's podcast, we're just reporting it today because we're here live in Bowling Green, Ohio. Did not get a chance to go down and get some fresh audio for it, but we are going to be playing the Monday press conference, courtesy of the Bowling Green State University Athletic Department. The whole press conference for you right here, getting you set for Morgan State, and he'll talk about his opponent's new coach, who is a familiar face to Scott Luffler.
1: To um, begin by thanking everyone here for coming, uh, we're an excited football team here, and uh, our players and our staff has put in a tremendous amount of work over these last nine months. But before I uh, jump into uh, Morgan State, uh, we definitely need to uh, recognize Kevin Tolbert. I think Kevin Tolbert, and, along with his strength staff, has done a ridiculous job with our football team. The improvements that our team have made uh, with their strength and conditioning has been outrageous. Uh, We had guys in the program that were doing four reps of 185 when we walked in the door, and those guys now are doing 19, 20 reps of 225. Uh, Kevin's done a phenomenal job. Uh, As you guys, as many of you guys have been to our practices, it's been a tough, rugged, physical, intense training camp. And to say that uh, we walked out completely healthy as a complete 100% uh, tribute to our strength and conditioning program and Danny Koppis, who does our, uh who's our trainer. So they've done a great job, and uh, we were able to walk out of training camp healthy. We made tra- uh, tremendous uh, uh, strides this training camp. I think on both sides of the ball, on offense and in defense, we made huge uh, leaps and bounds. And on uh, our special teams game, I think we've also improved. We're extremely young right now. We're extremely thin right now. But we made a massive amount of improvements, and we want to continue to make those improvements uh, into the season. With that being said, any questions? Um, After doing this for so long, uh, you know, it's the – I, I, yeah, I would say that I'm excited. I'm excited every single, t- every single time that you have an opportunity to go out and compete. But uh, to say that uh, being a head coach or being an offensive coordinator, position coach, um, it's uh, business as usual. Andrew and Jack both mentioned that to take away from this game, they really wanted to see you guys play team football.
0: I know I heard you mention that throughout time.
1: Yeah, complementary football is uh, going to be a mantra in our program. We want to make sure that the defense complements the offense, the offense complements the defense, and the special teams have got to be elite. That's, uh, that's how we're going to play. Uh, for our offense to go on three and out and put our defense on the field for 90-some-odd plays, it's really hard to be a good defense. So we need to make sure that, uh, that we're doing a great job of playing into each other's strengths, using the kicking game to our advantage, and playing true team football. So that's what we're looking to do. We're looking to play, as everyone would say, complementary football. You still don't have a starting quarterback list. make you nervous four days out, not a, knowing who, exactly who your guy is, or do you know who your your guy is? We've got an idea, but uh, it doesn't uh, give us any advantage whatsoever to mention a starting quarterback right now. Okay. So, You know what, we're worrying about what we can control within this building, and uh, that's what we're going to do. looking back at camp. did it live up to your expectations? Did it go how you expected it to go? We made uh, leaps and bounds. Uh, we've really improved a ton. Uh, would I want to be where we're going to be in the future? Of course I would rather be. But to say uh, that our kids didn't improve, and my hat's off to our kids. Uh, we put our kids through. They, they've all said it. That was the toughest, roughest tough intense training camp that they've ever been a part of and for them to be able to endure and being able to day in and day out try to give the effort that they did my hats off to them they made great improvement but we got to continue that on a daily basis here it can't be a once in a while thing it's got to be an everyday thing and uh, that's what we're going to do we're going to exit into this season and every tuesday wednesday thursday sundays that we practice we're going to go a thousand miles an hour and we're going to be as competitive as we possibly can and improve every single day Well, the thing that uh, I was most attractive about Bowling Green was that we've got great tradition here. And uh, Dave Clausen, Urban Meyer, and my wife, because they've all been here, they said, uh, you're not going to love this place. You're going to absolutely, it's going to be your favorite job that you've ever been a part of. It's because of the people. And uh, the thing that I can say out in our community is that we're going to do, we're never going to be perfect, but we're going to do the best job that we possibly can to be a first class organization, both on and off the field. And we want to make sure that uh, we give back to our community. This is a great place. This is a wonderful place, and uh, it's a it's an honor to be a football player. It's an honor to be a coach here, and it's our job to make sure that we give back to the community because they deserve it. We have this question every year: too. What do you think about Thursday night? Excited about that national audience? Please? I'm excited. We are. I'm excited to let our kids finally go out and play against someone else besides Bowling Green. <laughs> so. Uh, it's. I always look at the, the, the game day is the kids' day. I get, I get Sunday, our, our staff get Sunday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. That's our days. But uh, Saturdays is their days. We want them to go out and we want them to be intense. We want them to go and be locked in. Uh, but we want to make sure that, uh, that uh, we give everything on the field, but we're not walking in too uptight. We, you know, the thing that uh, a lot of young players do is they're going to walk into that first-time arena and they're going to be uptight and we, we don't want to be that way we don't we want to cut it loose and do the best job we possibly can do on thursday night between your staff and the other staff about half the coaches in this game is some in michigan you see it is a little ironic that here is, that so many familiar cases would be your first it's time. weird it's beyond weird to say the least uh i've known tyrone since i was 16 years old i've known derek alexander since i was 17 years old will carr and i came in in the same class Throwing a lot of balls to Derek Alexander. Have Handed the ball off a lot to Tyrone Wheatley. They're great men. Um, That staff will do a great job turning that program around. A lot of the same values, a lot of the same things that we're doing here, they're doing there. I can promise you that. And uh, he'll get that job turned around, and he'll do a great job there. They're tremendous people. They're great players, great people, great coaches. They've got great families. And uh, my... My I want I want to see them win every single game except one. Except uh, this Thursday. No, (laughs) not at all. Uh, Just like I said, whenever I uh, went to Michigan, I was going to be uh, after I got hurt. I told Coach Carr that I was going to be an attorney. I was going to go get my law degree and my business degree at the same time. They had a four year program there and no interest whatsoever to be in coaching. The next thing I know, when I'm in my mid-20s, I'm coaching the quarterback, so it's kind of ironic. So, But to say that all these Michigan guys that were on the Michigan staff or that are on our staff, along with Tyrone, along with Derek, and along with uh, Will Carr, if I ever guessed that we were going to be spending a Thursday night in Bowling Green, Ohio, against each other, I would have never said that that would happen. Mm-hmm. We need to handle the no talent issues. And what are the no talent issues? We need to play really, really hard. We need to play hard regardless if the momentum's with us or against us. I think that is going to be absolutely critical. Two, we want to avoid the, the, uh, the pre-snap penalties as much as possible. There will be some, there always are. We watched uh, uh, the Florida-Miami game and you know there's still 18, 22-year-old kids out there. But uh, we want to handle the no talent. We want to play really hard. We want to know what to do. We want to play together. And handle all those things that talent, uh, the, the talent doesn't mean anything. So we want to make sure that we do a great job of handling the no talent issues, playing hard, no missed assignments, play together, and do our jobs.: you an I don't know. it's going to be interesting. I know what he knows, and I know where he's been. Um, I would assume it's going to be tough. I would assume they want to try to run the football and they want to play action pass. Uh, he's uh, had a lot of great mentors. He's a smart guy. He's been in a lot of uh, pro uh, situations and coached a lot of great players. Um, it's going to be interesting to see. That's the, the weird thing about uh, um, playing in your first game with two new staffs is there's so many unknowns. I look at their, their depth charts. There's guys that, uh, that we didn't project even being there that are there. So uh, we're going to have to make, they're going to have to make, we're going to have to make game day adjustments. And it's the team that protects the football the best, uh, the team that uh, uh, creates explosions, stops explosions, is going to be the team that's going to win the game.
0: So you just heard Scott Leffler's comments. Of course, he's ready for tonight's game. As many of he- people here in the tailgate lots are ready for tonight's game. As you are listening to All and the Alfred live from Doit Perry Stadium on the campus of Bowling Green State University. And you're listening to us with the Anchor Network, and that's either on Apple, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, however you're listening, wherever and whenever you're listening. Thank you for tuning into the program tonight. Of course, Bowling Green is not just the only game happening tonight in college football. We have a full opening night slate of games on tap tonight in college football. We're going to go over those, and you'll hear my predictions for tonight's game, Uh Usually we cover all the other sports, but tonight, today we're going to be focusing on college football as we are into the opening night games. And we'll start with the top 25. Uh, Florida a and will take on 17th to rank UCF at 7.30. I have UCF in the game for that one. Also, tonight, the number one ranked Clemson Tigers will be taking on the Georgia Tech. We'll take on Georgia Tech, 8 o'clock on the new ACC Network. I will take clemson in that game 12th ranked texas a&m will be at home against texas state i have the aggies taking that one and taking the point spread as well too and also tonight 14th ranked utah will take on byu this is a surprise for me i'm gonna take byu in this game i think byu has got a good chance to win this game tonight uh tomorrow two slated games top 25 and two big 10 schools of course Tulsa will be on the road to take on 18th-ranked Michigan State. I'll take Sparty in that one for you tomorrow. And Wisconsin will be on the road to play South Florida. That's a 7 o'clock kickoff on ESPN. I will take South Florida in that game on Thursday and Friday slate. So here is the schedule for tonight in the Big Ten. One other game is South Dakota State taking on Minnesota's 9 o'clock kickoff on FS1. I will take the Golden Gophers in that one, slate a big uh max schools playing tonight, and you'll hear my prediction here in just a second. Uh, th- for three other games besides the bowling green game tonight, of course, Albany is in central Michigan to play the Chippewas. I will take central Michigan in that one. Buffalo will be hosting Robert Morris. I will take Buffalo in that one. Kent State is it Tempe to take on Herm Edwards and the Arizona State Stun Devils. That's a 10 o'clock kickoff on the Pac 12 network. 10 o'clock kickoff for that one. I'm going to take the Sun Devils in that game for you tonight. So now let's look at the Saturday slate of games, and we'll start first and foremost in the Big Ten. And the Big Ten looks like this for Saturday's games. It will be 24th-ranked Nebraska taking on South Alabama. Uh, 12 o'clock kickoff on ESPN. I will take Nebraska in that one. 12 o'clock kickoff as well to Howard on the road to play Maryland. I will take the Terps in that one. Another back Mac, uh, Big Ten school battling it out right now. 12 o'clock kickoff for that one. It'll be Akron taking on Illinois. I will take the Zips in that game for you. Also, Illinois will be about. Battle- excuse me, not Illinois. Indiana will be traveling to Lucas Oil Stadium to battle Ball State. Ball State, the home team in that game. I'll take Indiana in that game. 12 o'clock kickoff, that game on CBS Sports Network. 15th ranked Penn State will host Idaho, I will take Penn State in that game. Uh, Northwestern travels all the way across the country to battle Stanford. 4 o'clock kickoff for that one. Uh, I will take Stanford in that one. The nightcap sees this. Iowa will be battling Miami of Ohio. 7.30 kickoff for that one. I will take the Hawkeyes in that game. And here it is. The two teams that we everybody's been asking about. First, we'll start with Big Blue and Michigan. Michigan will start their season at home against Middle Tennessee. 7:30 kickoff on Big Ten Network. I will take the Wolverines easily to beat Middle Tennessee. The, late, the early game, of course, on Fox, it will be Florida Atlantic University taking on the Ohio State University, fifth-ranked Ohio State. It's going to be over by halftime, folks. 49-7, I could see that really easily. I'll take Ohio State in that game. Other big uh, MAC games for you. For Saturday, Slate looks like this. Uh, Rhode Island will be battling against Ohio in Athens. I will take the Bobcats in that one. Eastern Michigan will be going down to Coastal Carolina for a 3.30 kickoff. I'll take the Emus in that game. Illinois State will be battling NIU. 7 o'clock kickoff on ESPN+. Plus. I'll take the Hawkeyes tonight. Uh month will be at Western Michigan. That is a 7 o'clock kickoff. I will take the Broncos in that game. And then we get into the late game, uh, uh, excuse me, a noon kickoff on the SEC Network. It will be the Kentucky Wildcats taking on the Toledo Rockets. I think Candle and his crew is not going to be ready to go for this one. I think it will be interesting to see how Kentucky will do and how Toledo will perform in this game. But for me, the fact that Toledo is not ready for this and they're losing at their heart center, I'm going to take the Wildcats to cover in the points and maybe even go above the points at 11 half, which is what the line is for you tonight. Also in the top 25, looking at the rankings tonight. Also, uh, Northern Iowa will be battling Iowa State. That's a 12 o'clock kickoff. I'll take the Cyclones in that one. Washington, 13th ranked in the country. We'll take on Eastern Washington. 3 o'clock kickoff for that one. I'll take on the Huskies for that one. The Alabama Crimson Tide, number two in the country. Roll Tide will be cruising to a victory over Duke tomorrow. Uh, Liberty will be hosting Syracuse. This game going to be actually played at, New, at uh, New Rutherford Stadium in the Meadowlands. I think Syracuse will easily win that one. Syracuse, big in that game. Third-ranked Georgia will be battling Vanderbilt. I'll take Georgia in that one. LSU, sixth-ranked in the country, will take on Georgia's Southern. 730 kickoff on that one. I will take LSU. The big nightcap game on E on uh, NBC, not NBC, but on CB, not CBS either. I'm thinking because it's CBS is Auburn because of the SEC Network. My apologies, folks. It is the big game on ABC. 11th-ranked Oregon taking on 16th-ranked Auburn. 7:30 kickoff. This is a toss-up game for me. I'm going to take the Tigers of Auburn in that one. The 16th-ranked Auburn Tigers taking down Oregon. Texas will take on Louisiana Tech, who Bowling Green will face for the next home game here at Dwight L. Perry Stadium, Texas will easily win that one, And the Lobos of New Mexico State will beat Washington, lose to Washington State easily. Two late games on Sunday. Fourth-ranked Oklahoma will battle Houston. I'll take Oklahoma in that one. And the nightcap on Labor Day will see the Notre Dame fighting Irish. Ninth-ranked in the country will take on Louisville. It's pretty simple to me. I think the Irish will easily win that game. So we get to why everybody is listening to the program today. Tonight, at 7 o'clock, here at Deut L. Perry Stadium, on the campus of Bowling Green State University, the 100th season of Bowling Green State University football begins with Morgan State. Who will be the starting quarterback? We don't know as of yet. But the depth charts look like it's going to be the kid that's a transfer out of Boston College to hit the 6-year senior. This guy has got a cannon of an arm. But you have to give credit to Andrew Claire and the running back situation. Quentin Morris will be there as well too for the wide receiving core. Bowling Green has not lost a home opener. Has not lost a home opener. Two straight years in a row. Forward, Falcons, forward, Falcons, fight, for victory. Take the Bowling Green Falcons, take the points. They are a 28 and a half point favorite in this game. Hopefully, this is going to be over by halftime. So hopefully that the friends that are going to be there who are a teacher is going to get some sleep. Because Bowling Green will get the W and get the win over Morgan State. Now I don't want it to be a close game, and I know Morgan State is a FBS school. This would be a great start for the Bowling Green State University Falcons. So a good win is what is needed here. As I can see, the grills are firing up even more right here. Somebody's cooking some Italian sausage. They're small. It's absolutely delicious. As you're listening to all of the offer tonight right here from Joydell Perry Stadium on the campus of Bowling Green State University right here on the Anchor Network, whether it be on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, however you listen, wherever and whenever you listen, Thank you so, so much for tuning into the program tonight. Uh, no Andy Rance tonight. We will be back on the air Tuesday night for a regular edition of All Andy Alford. You will hear the recap. You will hear the post-game comments from Scott Leffler, as well as the Week 2 preview against Kansas State. Looking forward to a, t- a great matchup tonight. If you don't have the tickets, get your tickets. There's less than 1,000 left for tonight's game for the home opener. For Bowling Green taking on Morgan State, it's going to be a good one, folks. It really is going to be a good one. And if you can't get it, ESPN 3 will have the coverage for you tonight. If you have the ESPN Network, highly recommend it. Highly recommend it. As I take a drink of Dr. Pepper, the official drink of college football. Well, that's going to wrap it up here from Dwight L. Perry Stadium on the campus of Bowling Green State University. I want to thank you for tuning into the program tonight. And as always, I'm pulling for you. We're all in this together. Game of life. Keep your stick on the ice. And to the teams you root for at home and to my teams, go Jackets. Come on, Tigers. Can't get, get swept against the Indians? Go Tribe. And especially today, go Falcons. Victory is sweetest when you have tasted defeat. Have a great night, everybody. I'll talk to you guys on Tuesday. Have a great holiday. And go Falcons. Bury the Bears. I love you guys. Talk to you guys then.